We've all heard it. Eat healthy. But what does eating healthy mean? Sure, there are countless diets out there, but they contradict each other. Yet all experts agree we should eat a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Whole fruits and vegetables are the perfect fuel to power the cells in your body, giving you the stamina you need to handle your day-to-day activities. And that's what Balance of Nature is. Whole fruits and vegetables delivered to you in a convenient capsule form for only 22 cents a serving. Our proprietary blend has no additives or fillers, just the full nutritional value of a variety of 31 different fruits and vegetables. Balance of Nature provides you with a natural energy boost without a caffeine crash, a three o'clock slump, or an early bedtime. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself by going to balanceofnature.com or by calling 1-800-246-8751 and use discount code KATE. Rise and shine, fragile Americans. There's a victimhood to be claimed and microscopic germs to fear. The Kate Daly Show starts now. So absurd, Senator Johnson, is the way you continue to get censored. We have close to 5,000 deaths, over 1,700 within days zero, one, and two of getting vaccinated. We have, uh, you know, thousands of people with permanent disabilities, 20,000 hospitalizations, and that quite honestly compares to less than 200 deaths per year through the entire 30-year history of the VAR system with other vaccines. They are suppressing this information, and the American people are paying the price. The vaccination of the unvaccinated. You know, and it's needless, taking a needless toll on our country. You know, we have uh, roughly 350 million people vaccinated in the United States and billions around the world. And virtually no one's died because of that vaccination. But even so, the impact is going to be very different than what happened last January. Today, about 400 people will die because of the Delta variant. In this country. Wow, it's a whole lot of lies. Uh, I don't know if Biden realizes this because I know he's president of the actual United States, but we only have 331 million people total. And he just said 350 million were vaccinated. But Kate, That's 20 million more. He's, he's including the ones coming over the border every day. <laughs> he, he is. He, I just he, wanted to be clear. Um, his math skills are far superior yeah. to ours. And uh, I love that the senator cleared up the, that was that, and that was months ago on the deaths. It's far more than 5,000 now. And that was only uh, 1% of VAERS reporting. So we have tens of thousands of deaths and we have millions and millions and millions of adverse reactions from the shot. So don't ever, I, I, it's, it's amazing. They roll them out. The president and the pup, you know, little puppet strings go, and and he says some blundering thing, and then they roll him back and put him on ice, and then anyway, they just you know get him back in the basement, folks. Um, uh, okay, I have so much to say, John the Wheelman. Hi. Hey, how you doing? I hope you share the show today. Um, I'm going to be talking a lot about a personal experience, and I I really hope you share today's show with loved ones. It's really tough, and I'm I'm hoping that I don't get emotional because I really don't. I'm not an emotional gal. I'm I'm just not. I it takes a lot to make me cry. I'm actually pretty pragmatic, and I it just takes a lot. But I actually broke down the other day after wow. after having my husband um, have to have to go to the ICU. And, uh, by the way, he was only there three and a half days and he, uh, was released this morning. So it was five days, although he could have probably gone home yesterday on the fourth day, but 
how did we get through it so quick? What happened? And what did we have to do so different to get him to walk out healthy? Um, and I'm going to share that with you to hopefully help you share this with your family members and friends so we can save some lives here. If there was ever a show I wanted you to share out of my 10 years, I hope you share this one because I know it can do some good. So um, the reason I broke down was because it's awfully scary what's happening in our hospitals. And I'm not here to villainize anyone. I'm not here to villainize doctors and nurses because I actually think they have pretty good hearts. I think that they're coming from a place that they really do care about patients. I'm not talking about the Stasi nurses that seem to like the soda dispensing stewardesses get a little power and feel like they love just to come up with nonsensical medical stupidity and then and then cram it down your throat and I swear their only job is to say put on that piece of yellow cloth so we can save you and humanity or put that uh a piece of piece of cloth that's bacteria infested on your face so we can save you from humanity. So it doesn't make any medical sense. But when I tell you our story, you're going to maybe understand a little bit why they do what they do. And I'm not trying to villainize them. Um, bottom line is this, before I get into the story, let me give you the end before I give you the beginning. It's the protocol that's killing people, not COVID. Let me say that again. It's the protocol that the hospitals use that's handed down from the CDC panel that devises what the hospitals are told. There's a very big paper on this and a hat tip tie uh, for grabbing this for me, 351 page document that tells the hospitals exactly what they're going to do and what they're not going to do. Now, there is some, you know, responsibility that the nurses and the doctors have toward the care of your loved one. And I will talk about that, but I'm not here to villainize them. So it's the protocol killing people, not COVID. So my husband had pneumonia for about seven days. We were dealing with pneumonia. Mm -hmm. Quite interestingly enough, a lot of us from Freedom Fest came home with pneumonia. Very, very interesting. Wow. So um, he, he couldn't, you know, he's having trouble breathing and it got to the point on the seventh day that, um, that we were, um, he was struggling to breathe and his oxygen. I had a, a very, very well-trained good friend of mine come over, um, who's in the medical profession and she's amazing. And she did his pulse ox and it was 79. That's low. Yeah. Okay. So 79 and down, they usually like, they'll even think about a ventilator. Okay. And boy, is that going to come up in our conversation today? Yeah. We got that crammed down our throats since the second we walked in the hospital. So, so we decided to go in for oxygen. Okay. He had just had all the symptoms of plain old, good old, old fashioned pneumonia that no one seems to have anymore or the flu that's com completely been erased. So this is what we thought it was kind of knew it was and had, had experienced it in our family before. And so we took him down. We were greeted by Nurse Ratchet, who decided that the first thing she should do before asking a single question after watching my husband not be able to catch a breath was to mask him up. Because that makes medical sense. And when I said, don't mask him up, he can't breathe. And she said, he will wear a mask. And I said, no, he won't. He can't. He literally can't breathe. That's not responsible to do that. Why are you doing that to him? Uh, she called security on me. Security came, wondered if they wanted her to usher, have them usher me out. 
And uh, and then I was told that, um, well, she said, well, just stand by. Kind of like a little wow. threat, like, you speak up again, here's our muscle to take you out. When all I wanted was appropriate, like, don't mask somebody that can't breathe. How about that? I would expect that. I would expect that kind of care, but whatever. So a little nurse ratchet, um, um, just on her little high horse about the mask and caring more about the mask than she actually does about the patient. After 19 months, we clearly know this is not or airborne or yeah. every family member in America would have been sickened by their loved one. Yeah. So obviously, quite obviously, it is not that. We get in and we go directly to the ER and we're asked if we're vaccinated to which, you know, we're saying, oh, hell no. <laughs> no, 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 we're not back. No, we would never be vaccinated. And um, and the response was, <sighs> and then it was the automatic let's COVID test and then the automatic let's get x-rays. Well, the COVID test comes back and five minutes before this, we're totally fine and talking all with each other. But then we go into hazmat suit palooza with the hoses and the gloves and the double masking and the the quite over the top overkill. Now, all of a sudden, five seconds ago, you were everybody was fine in the room. But now we're not we're bubonic plague. So so we're we're getting the whole circus show. Right. The whole show. And everyone's acting like cooties are fly, flowing through the air like crazy because the COVID test comes back positive. The COVID test will come back positive. You have the, the COVID test is ratcheted up 40 times, 40 magnifications or rotations to encompass all flu, all virus, all pneumonia, everything. Of course, he's going to come back with it positive because it's so generalized and booted up. Okay. Okay. So, you know, most everyone's going to come back positive. So you came back positive or just your husband? D- just him. Oh, did they test you? Of course not. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, the cooties can stop, I guess, where I begin. Okay. Or I, I'm not quite sure how that all works. I don't think they, they do okay. either. So so here's the deal. So all of a sudden, so there's two tracks. You have pneumonia. There's two ways to go. There's good old-fashioned pneumonia okay. where you get you get oxygen and then chicken soup and TLC, and you get sent home. This The other track of pneumonia would then be you... It's COVID pneumonia. It's COVID pneumonia. Big bell rings. You know, the whole hospital goes into alarms. It's COVID pneumonia. And you are uh, then he needed the high flow oxygen machine. Okay. So in the past, if you got high flow oxygen, you got just go, you went to a regular room. Okay. Yeah. Well, they changed the policy. Now you're going to know why the ICUs are full because you have all the patients that were in the previous, you know, previously sent to just the hospital are now filling up the ICU. So when they wring their hands and they go, the ICU is full. Okay. They're talking about a lot of patients, I think, that don't actually need to be in there. So we got sent to the ICU. When I got up to the ICU, you know, it's, it's, you have to change the gown we just gave you down there up here. And well, why? I mean, I just came from down there. Well, the cooties, the, the COVID, you're, you're in, you're infested with COVID cooties. But my shoes, my bag, my hair, and my my purse aren't. 
I was just down there with those two. And so it was a very interesting sort of medical explanation as to why the COVID doesn't go on my shoes or anything or on my bag or my purse or my keys. It's just the yellow gown. So I thought, well, maybe it's attracted to yellow. Um, and, And so there was no explanation for that. Also, I just want you to know that when they take the x-rays, I took a picture of the x-rays because the x-rays came back and they said COVID pneumonia. Well, when I asked, well, what does COVID pneumonia mean? What does that mean? Why are you saying COVID pneumonia? Um, There was a very flustered doctor who was really a jerk, but a a very (laughs) flustered doctor who was like, "Uh, you clearly have an agenda. I said, no, I just actually just want you to explain COVID to me. I mean, you're seeing it so often, right? I want just, I don't know. Well, it's the, all the white clouds and all the lungs, you know, on both sides. And I said, well, because there's viral pneumonia, bacterial pneumonia. And I said, well, okay, but why is it COVID? So I immediately looked up x-rays from 2017, 2006, 2000. I mean, I I went clear back because good old fashioned pneumonia before COVID showed up and eerily, suspiciously, they looked exactly the same. Okay. Um, But they're convinced that there might be just like a few little things that are different on the x-ray. And I said, well, I don't, I don't see anything different now. I'm not a radiologist, but I, I'm sorry. I, they look exactly the same. Are you sure this isn't good old fashioned pneumonia that no one gets anymore? And the answer was it's COVID pneumonia. It's just COVID pneumonia. And you just have to know it's COVID pneumonia because the test came back positive. Oh, because that put me on a whole different track in the hospital with a whole different protocol of over-treatment. And this is very important for you to know. The over-treatment protocol is, I, in my estimation, totally in my opinion, this is the clause I'm going to give everybody. I can't give medical advice. My situation might be very different, yada, yada, yada. But in my estimation and opinion, I, the over-treatment and overkill was it was astounding. And I also wanted to tell you that they started talking about a ventilator from the first five seconds we were there and did not stop talking about it the entire time we were there. And I will be right back with the rest of the story. Be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this cyber symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at mypillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Helps support Mike, help support this show and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. 
This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Boy, I have a lot to say. Keep going, uh, Kate. Keep all right. Going. Welcome back. And uh, um, make sure you go to MyPillow.com, you guys. MyPillow.com. He's just doing some amazing work at MyPillow. And go to Frank's speech. The big symposium's coming up next week. And uh, um, please go to Frank's speech to find out more about that. He's going to be revealing the voter fraud. Got a lot of problems in this country right now. And uh, uh, he's a good friend, and, and he's been really good to our show. And so he, we've partnered up. And when you go to MyPillow.com, you keep shows like this on the air. You keep me on the air. You keep John on the air. I mean, we really want to do this. And I am urging you to go to MyPillow.com and get some of the best products you've ever had, by the way. <laughs> Pillows, blankets, uh, sheets, I mean, you name it. And the robes, the slippers, everything's amazing. They even have loungewear, for Pete's sakes. When you order that, it helps the show, but you also get these fantastic products sent to you. So, but you have to put in the code Kate. There's a lot of codes out there. Put in the code Kate, and it specifically helps the show. It Just does. being honest with you. So, K-A-T-E, my first name. My pillow's doing amazing work, and he's putting his money where his mouth is, trying to get the word out on everything. So I just wanted you guys to know that from the moment we got into the hospital, we were told that we were gonna, we were kind of being like prepped for you're gonna need a ventilator, you're gonna need a ventilator. Um, if this machine doesn't work, you're gonna need a ventilator. And when I said, oh no, 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 we're we're those families that say no to that. No, we're not. We're not ever gonna go on the ventilator. I'm sorry. I already knew that the the rate of death was so high. It was so astronomically high that I, I knew I wouldn't take my husband home. Now, keep in mind, he's in, he's in four different risk categories. Okay. So he's their patient that they would, uh, that he's, he's probably one of those that the, the mortality rate would not, you know, he would have, had we not known what we known, I actually think that he could have died this week if that was the case. Um, because he, there, he had so many mortality, you know, he had so many risk factors against him age, you know, weight, uh, everything, right? Diabetes, everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, oh, and he's unvaccinated because apparently only the unvaccinated are the big threat and they're dying. Right. And yeah, so, right uh, yeah, well, we're going to blow a hole through that, aren't we? Because that's not true. So when, so, um, we were told that, uh, my voice on that didn't matter only my husband because it was his life and so they turned to him and said if you you know if you refuse that ventilator you'll most certainly have um um brain death um okay uh i i'm sorry we've been here literally i'm looking at my watch five five seconds uh i'm sorry what he's just on a high flow oxygen machine with basic pneumonia because i can see that from the x-ray so what what in the world's going on here and they're talking about this as like this, you know, if you don't do this, you're done. Brain damage. Bullying. Brain, brain damage time. So luckily we went upstairs, but I just want to tell you that when you go into the hospital now, you'll have 24 doctors, not one. And you actually, you actually have to then tell every shift, every doctor, and it's always a new one. Um, you know, you're no ventilator. Write it on the board, write, write it on their chest on a Sharpie, whatever you need to do. But make sure everyone knows that there will be no ventilator because I was the, I found out I was the only person that's ever refused the ventilator. And your husband's still alive though. Mm-hmm. 
There you go. I'm the only person that ever refused it. I'm not saying that it wouldn't be warranted in some situations because the oxygen's so low, but the problem, this is the problem. Listen up. What are we doing to make sure they don't get to that point? This is where the problem lies, okay? (laughs) So I have the advantage of 19 solid months of research every single day, hours and hours and hours and hours every day. So I know, I know a little bit more about COVID than mm-hmm. everybody else or what they're, what they call COVID, what they call COVID, the label COVID. But I also have access to the greatest doctors ever. So because of the show, I've had yeah. him on his guests. So I have him on text. So I'm texting them and I have a friend here that is a wonderful MP. So NP, so I have amazing friends and right off the bat, it was ask for intravenous vitamin C in high, high doses. Now you think orange little pill that dissolves in your mouth. Oh, that's quaint, Kate. (laughs) That's not what I'm talking about. High intravenous vitamin C can actually help kill cancer cells. It's been proven. They, they have so many different ways in which vitamin C helps with inflammation. So this is an inflammation issue, okay? And they have a set protocol of medications, but they're not, they're not the most researched ones. They're not the best ones out there. But the problem is the doctors all think that this is the best care they can give, and I disagree. So this is where our, our opinions differ, and I, I realize it's an opinion, okay? So... We get up there and in the ICU and we have a string of doctors. It's changing all the time, not, not the same every second of the day. Then we have all these different nurses. And I, I, I'm going to say good people, good people, okay, caring people. But they all stick by that protocol. They all tell you that the protocol's great. It's not. They have to. My opinion is it's not. And yeah, so the CDC panel gives the hospitals the protocol. And, and, um, and of course, I w- they were referring to uh, the respir- you know, the respiratory therapists. Everybody re- refers to COVID as elusive, a mystery. It's been 19 months. Okay, this isn't a week ago. <laughs> it didn't come out a week ago. But but here again, this is the problem: is if it's so elusive and a mystery, and no one's seen it, and there's no sample of it in the United States, and there's no sample of it in China, and they never used a sample of it for the COVID test. How does that come out positive, by the way, with no COVID in it? Then. I guess we're all assuming that COVID's in the air and around us all the time. I mean, no one's seen it. No one knows. No one's seen it. So every all the time they're talking about ventilator all the time. It's almost like geared and wired because we're see we're on this different track of pneumonia. Okay, so everything is ventilator, ventilator, ventilator. If this doesn't work, ventilator. If this doesn't happen, ventilator. So we order the vitamin C, and I and and they say that's not our protocol, and I say. Um, well, it's going to be. <laughs> and they say, no, people don't, they don't come in and order that. I was the first person to ever say I wanted high dose of vitamin C. Mm-hmm. I'm talking over 10,000. I would like, I would have liked 20,000, but they um, only, I think really go up to like 6,000 and that's only when you're in sepsis. So near death, I guess they believe in it, but not when you're <laughs> like, you know, having trouble breathing. So, so this seems like a no brainer to me. And I said, I want zinc intravenous zinc because I'm, I'm on the line with doctors and they're all saying get zinc in him get vitamin c in him get um nac in him um get uh uh what's the other one um vitamin d 
10,000 units, right? Because everybody's, I mean, a lot of people's D is really low and a lot of these nutrients are very low. So mm-hmm. you got to give the patient a fighting chance. Why are the hospitals so resistant to health? I'm say I'm going to say that again. Why are the hospitals so resistant to health and nutrition Money. to help you fight? Money. <sighs> yes. So instantly, um, they said they were going to do all that. And then I, I, I started finding that each time we went to check on it, it was either a different dose or it was like 500, um, you know, and I'm like 500, that's like a chewable. Uh, no, that's a child's dose. You know, we need, we need something a little more powerful, like the intravenous vitamin C. So I had to keep pushing for it and I had to stay on top of it, but I'm the only person to ever go in and add all these things to treatment. I'm the only one. I'm the only one to refuse the ventilator. I'm the only one to say, can he have some nutrition? And can he have some things that actually can help him fight this naturally? Like, and I don't mean naturally. We're in a hospital setting. You think that that would be standard protocol. But when I tell you what's at the end of the report, thank you, Ty. When I tell you what's at the end of the report for care, you're going to be blown away when I tell you what they think about this, this protocol that I just had my husband do per the doctors I was talking to. Now, every time I turned around, I was told, that's not our protocol. We don't do that. And I kept saying, but you're going to. And here's a key too. And I actually learned this from my stepdaughter. This is how everyone comes together with information, right? I said, I will take him out on claim hospice. That way the oxygen follows me and the staff follows me home. If, if, you, if, you're, if you're not going to listen to me, I'm taking him home. I'm not going to put him in here. And leave them in here. And so it's pretty creative. <laughs> that is. That's, I've never heard of that. Yeah. I've never heard so of that. So good to know. I'm going to do that. And um, so anyway, so I had to stand my ground. And I felt like I spent three days going. It was like, it was like putting my arms out and going, you're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. You're not going to do anything funky while I'm away because see, they have all these different teams and all these different doctors coming in all the time. So I don't know how many of them are talking to each other. Okay. So they put him on a, you know, pretty high dose of antibiotic and because they thought it might, it could maybe ish be bacterial. Well, as soon as we found that out, you know, I'm reminding them, take him off of that. He doesn't need to lose all of his good stuff, you know? Um, so it, so then, um, I brought up budenicide. That's not part of their protocol either, like protocol. And I was told that over and over. And I said, I'm sorry, but the latest on this, and I've been talking about it for a year, Mm -hmm. Dr. Richard Bartlett brought it up and was shunned all over the nation when he said, this is a silver bullet. This is amazing. It's getting their lungs like back to, you know, they're right back in, in getting out of these hospitals on average three days faster. And oh my gosh, it helps so much. And I was told we don't, we don't ever give budesonite. And I said, why, why not? It's the, the Lancet just published this. What are you guys not reading the latest? What's going on here? Well, they, they don't. So budesonide was in a study and the study said everyone was doing amazing on it. But guess why it was terminated and why they won't recommend it for care? Why? Uh, because not enough people were in the trial. Oh, and it's amazing. They use it for COPD. It's been around a long time. And I wanted it in the nebulizer. There's an inhaler, a nebulizer. And, uh, and so um, we switched it. To, so they use a, a certain steroid, but that was for viral. Well, the problem in the lungs is inflammation. So we want one that's going to go for the inflammation. That's yeah. budenicide. 
So they split the difference with me. So they were very resistant to putting him on this and then finally conceded to do that Um, because I kept pushing, 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 pushing. Okay. You have to stay so vigilant. And so we changed up the whole protocol. We gave him all these vitamins and minerals. We gave him um, something to help him deal with what was going on inside of his body. Instead of just medication, there's this thing called health and nutrition that really helps. And I was told, by the way, that those things don't make a dent. Um, Who told you that? (laughs) Anyway, nutrition, sir, does make a dent. And if somebody in the medical profession tells me that the vitamins and minerals don't do anything, maybe they ought not be in the profession. So... um, there was a lot of upsetting moments like that where I was so baffled by the things I was told. But, um, and budesonide, I'm sorry, it works. <laughs> now, does it work for everybody? I don't know. This, I'm just telling you my case scenario. I can't prescribe anything. I can't, I can't tell you what's right for your loved one. I don't know what else is going on with your loved one. But I do know that within 35 hours, my husband was up, walking to the bathroom, talking, laughing, eating Thai food, and... Um, doing really great they serve thai and no i had to bring it in oh, okay i was gonna say it's changed <laughs> since i've been there within within under two days my husband was doing fantastic and still has pneumonia still needs I, some I can oxygen picture you in the hospital hall going nanner 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 <laughs> i really can't kate I was, I was really angry. Angry is a. I'm, I was angry. Do you remember that line from yes. that movie? I was yeah. angry. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888 673 1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. see that sorry well, I, I am glad your husband did good i'm glad he's doing better my husband um sorry it's been a tough week um 
He walked out of the ICU in three and a half days. They've never had a patient walk out that fast, from what I've been told. My husband was released this morning after a total of five days and could have actually left yesterday. That's he excellent. was doing fine yesterday. He could, have, he could have totally been home in four days. So I'm trying to share with you what happened because I absolutely know if I didn't know what I know. And if I wouldn't have had great, amazing people in the medical profession that knew what to ask for, that question all the stuff that's going on, if I wouldn't have had access to them, we would be one of the statistics right now. And my life would be totally different this week. There's a lot of people sitting on ventilators that I don't feel ever needed to get to that point. So when they wring their hands and they cry and the doctors and nurses are like, we did everything we could, but it's just killer COVID. And I'm going, no, it's killer protocol. It's the protocol. It's the protocol that is, is harmful. And to not give the patient anything that really can truly help them, in my opinion, and then just watch them slide downward and throw them on a ventilator and wring your hands and say, that's all we can do is not, is not okay. And there's too many good people that are thrown on this situation and they don't know they can ask for anything. They don't know they can demand anything. They don't know what to ask for. So I'm really trying to just help you. Um, by the way, I just have to mention Balance of Nature because Balance of Nature is a fantastic product. Could that be part of the equation of, of why he succeeded so quickly? Could be because he has been taking that. He's been amazed. That product's amazing. Balance of Nature is a great product. It has a lot of phytonutrients. And um, my husband takes that a lot and so every day. So I just want you to know, go to Balance of Nature and use the code Kate and get that product because it really is good. Um I also wanted to mention to you, to the frontline doctors have a website and you can do a telemedicine visit and they can actually ship out medications within 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. What a fantastic resource that is. I don't know everything and I'm not a doctor. I don't pretend to be. Okay. But I do know where to go to get good help and they know what's going on and I would trust them. I also um, wanted to mention that, uh, you know, having ivermectin, I think had we increased that dose of ivermectin because it's done on weight. Mm -hmm. And so people don't realize that. And I think what got lost in our translation was how much to take. And if, and if you can take that early on, that's why I'm saying go, into the, go to the frontline doctors. They'll tell you how much to take. I don't think we actually would have ended up in the hospital yet. And I, I just hate what has happened, you know, with my husband having pneumonia, but this experience has been so eye-opening. I just have to share this one second with you, is that one piece of this that has puzzled me over the 19 months is I know doctors and nurses are, are decent and good people. And so they were constantly telling me how much death was going on and, oh my gosh, people were dying on COVID and they were, they're so convinced they're so convinced it's COVID killer COVID, even though they can't describe it, have never seen it. It's killer COVID, right? So what was the disconnect then? You talk to a doctor or nurse, they're adamant that you go get this shot. My, my husband's not even vaccinated. He did great. Okay. 
Um, I would never get that shot monstrosity into my body, but they're convinced that that's going to save humanity, even though your body 99% of the time is just fine with any cold virus. Well, they, they're, they're brainwashed into thinking that this is the only cure for humanity. And they look at all of you like you're stupid, by the way. Just wanted to mention that the little nurse ratchets, they think you're stupid for not getting it and you're bringing down humanity and whatever. Um, but I just wanted to mention to you that th- that was the disconnect. Now I don't have that disconnect. Kate. So, yeah. Go ahead. Well, the, the disconnect was, why are they so convinced? Well, they think that this protocol is the very best they can do. They're not reading the studies. They're not doing their homework. And they're not making sure of the information. So they're going off of what the CDC is telling them. The same CDC that lies to you all the time, that's retracting all the time. And so they actually do think in their head that killer, it's killer COVID. Because they think they're giving you the very best. They think that this whole circus of protocol, this over-treatment, see, we just under-treated my husband. This whole over-treatment that they're doing, this whole circus, this whole show. So they actually think that they have to have this huge show of stuff and they prop you in the ICU and put you on this ventilator, do all this. And they really do think that they've done everything for you. So that's the disconnect. Okay, Kate, you're a journalist, you're a researcher, you're a radio show host, mm-hmm. you're, you wear many hats. I'm a business person. Uh-huh. And if I look at it okay. as a business standpoint, every time somebody gets a ventilator, they get $13,000 credited to them from Medicare. It's automatic. At the beginning. At the beginning. Because it goes way up from okay. there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, it goes way up from there. It has a, it's a sliding scale. But if you die, it's an automatic thirty-nine dollars to $40,000. Let's do the math. If you walk in the door, I put a ventilator in you. I got 13,000. I know is coming in. Right. I'm going to have to chase you. From for, fed bucks. Those yeah. are printed and taken from the tax yeah. dollar. Yeah. And I'm going to have to chase you to get you to pay your bill. But that money's already coming in. It's already yeah. been set yeah. aside. Right. So if I, you know, all of a sudden everybody, did, did you notice there for about, well, it's still going on. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any heart attacks, deaths, right. uh, gunshot deaths or anything like that. It was all COVID related death. They Everybody's had COVID. COVID. It's like I see dead people. All I see is COVID. So 40,000. So we kill 20 people. We've got almost a million bucks in my pocket. If you're in a hospital, like say downtown Chicago, Mm -hmm. they get, they shoot a hundred people a weekend and 20 of them die. There's a million bucks. I just stuck in that hospital's pocket. So being a business person, I look at this and go, yeah, there's a lot of money to be made. Take life out of it. Take life out of it. Take, uh, Oh, bottom liners, like the CEOs. Yeah. We have uh, yeah. Like the CEOs. Then you've got, wow, a huge amount of money coming in. Plus 20 to $32,000 a day from the patient. My gosh, you could buy a small condo by the time, you know, a week and a half you're in there. We were also told seven to 10 days. Now, why was I told seven to 10 days from the onset? Why didn't they think that he'd get better in five? And I said, why is that? And they said, protocol. Protocol. There's that word again. Protocol. Makes, you just make me want to salute every no, time you say I protocol. No, I want to shove protocol, protocol up the, yeah, well, you the know, they can shine. just take it. And, but um, think of it as yeah. a money thing. That's, that's what it is. And honestly, well, there's so much fraud going on in America yeah. right now as far as housing, as far as this. Med- I mean, it's like each section of the pie right. has to get corrupt. Well, so, the medical profession, I grew up with a family of doctors in my family. All mm-hmm. my uncles were. And they could do no wrong. They walked on water. Right. But then a few of them. I know. You know. It's disgusting. So let me tell you, I just want to share this with you really fast. They give out these 300 and some odd, you know, pages of this care 
panel, you mm-hmm. know, the panel gets together and decides what they're, all the hospitals are going to do. There's lots of strings and money going back from CDC to hospitals. Okay. So everybody's strung up at this point. Let's just put it that way. At the end of the report, they cite, and I'm talking page way in page 290. Okay. Because, by the way, redesimir, all those other ones, I mean, that can call, cause renal damage. I mean, mm-hmm. people are dying of renal failure, kidney problems. I mean, all these medications they keep coming up with, go do your homework on them is all I have to say. <laughs> um, like I said, over-treatment. But at the very end, they mention vitamin C, zinc, vitamin D. They mention these, and they mention budesonide. Okay? And for budesonide... This is what they came back with. There is, now this is page 205. This is after they pitch all the other medications. And this is the one I think works. There is insufficient evidence for the panel to recommend either for or against the use of inhaled budesonide. We're not even talking about the nebulizer, right? Well, they inhaled. Okay. So rationale, two trials may reduce, they actually said budesonide may reduce the need for urgent care or emergency department assessment or hospitalization and reduces time to recovery in the trial. That was the synopsis of the trial of budesonide that is not the protocol for many hospitals in America. But it says may reduce the need for urgent care and emergency department assessment. You don't even get there. (laughs) But here's the big but. Love big buts. (laughs) (laughs) incomplete data and other limitations i'm sorry what incomplete data because they didn't have enough for the study the people were doing so well they wanted to can the study just being honest incomplete incomplete data tell me that's not the dumbest thing you've ever read they also said that uh, vitamin c hasn't been studied enough in the centuries of time vitamin c hasn't been studied enough Really? (laughs) They also said vitamin D hasn't been studied enough in the centuries of time. Seriously? And zinc, of course, that we all take when we get a cold. But of course, you know, doctors think that doesn't make a dent. That's what I was told. That budesonide and and this cocktail of vitamins doesn't even make a dent. That's what I was told. I was told that by a person with a, a medical degree. So... They said the sample size was too small on all these. They said insufficient studies. They said, um, by the way, they said somebody with budesonide was significantly better. The budesonide was safe. Only 7% of participants reporting self-limiting adverse uh, events. Okay. Uh, It actually, they actually came out and said that it reduced the likelihood of needing urgent medical care. Now, listen to me. This came out two months ago in The Lancet, and they said that, um, you know, of course, uh, they were switching over in the UK because it was such a silver bullet. They were so impressed with it. It was doing amazing. And you know what I found? This is what I found, bottom line. Let me, let me share this with you, because they said the same thing about zinc. It hasn't been studied. They can't, they can't include any, any information. They can't include any of that in the care of a patient. So then the hospitals go to this care packet over 300 pages, and they say, see, it says we can't really do that. Not part of our protocol. Let me just tell you something that I found. The doctors don't do a whole lot of homework. They do not question the protocol. The nurses treat the, go- the, the doctors like demigods. They don't ask. They go, with the pr- they go with the protocol. They all shore up and tribally stand there with the protocol 
on their shoulders going, this is the most amazing work we've ever done in our lives. And we are in charge and we're on a power trip and we're going to tell you what to do. But let me tell you, you have every right in the book to say, I want this, 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 and this. And the buzzword is, um, it can't harm because they'll listen to that. It can't harm the person. Why would you not do it? So, so use that please. Okay. Because they'll listen to that. All I'm saying is you have to be the advocate. You have to go in like a mama bear. If I'm the only person to ever refuse a, a ventilator and ever refu- and ever tell them to switch up the protocol, there's a problem in America right now. Okay, Kate. If you're a doctor and you're uh-huh. making $400,000 a year right. and the medical profession says, if you don't push this protocol that you're talking about, I'm going to pull your license, what are you going to do? You're, you're going to go with the protocol. Exactly. You're going to, you're going to shore it up. You're going to tell them that it's amazing. You're going to, you know, when I, when I tell the doctors, the protocol is killing people, I'm sure they don't like to hear that. Yeah. You basically call <laughs> it When I tell the nurse, you want me to wear my immune system on my head with a hose? Okay. Um, I guess mine shut off when I got into the ICU. My immune system on the inside doesn't work, but you're telling me I have to wear this. So was I sarcastic? Yeah. Did I, was I ever rude? No. And was I firm? Yes. You have to be, and you have to be watching out for them and don't think that they know what's best because they don't. I'm sorry. They, I, I, did, I never saw that. I never had experience with that. I had to watch out for him the entire time and I had to make sure they were doing what they were doing. And my, my daughters were great helps. Uh, they were amazing. And I thank, thank goodness I've been able to do the research I have. And, and I'm thank goodness I'm able to share this with you. I'm going to talk a little bit more about it in the next hour. So make sure you hang on. And you can ask questions, and I'll be right back with uh, John the Wheelman. Thank you for coming in hey, today. No worries. And no worries. Uh, be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Please share this. Please share, let's save some lives, you guys. Please, I'm I'm begging you. I've never been so. Please share this with everyone you know. Be right back. <laughs> 